Welcome back. Today we talk about why teenagers scare us, haunted dolls, and why they're kind of hot. Then we redeem those who have been wronged. This is The Boardroom. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. You know, you should wear blue more. It really brings out the color of your eyes. Aw, I see you blushing. I think we should start off by quoting, I would say, one of the most like pivotal musical groups of the early mm. 2000s, mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. Mm. Um, when I was... <laughs> That was good. <laughs> I think um, I, I was actually their singer. I was in the band <laughs> you're for You're Jared Way. Yeah. Gerald Way. Mm. You have similar bone structure. Oh. Very, like, round faces. Yeah. What were we saying? Yes. My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Okay. Remember that they had that song? And I think probably my favorite line from it is, um, Teenager Scared the Living Bleep Out of Me. Mm, yeah. Which I agree with so much, because I remember being a teenager... And looking at kids my age and being like, it was a combination of like intrigue, disgust, mm. and fear. Yeah. And that's still true to this day. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's changed. I haven't evolved as a person on that ground. You see a pack of middle schoolers coming? That's terrifying. Yeah. Our middle school, no, wait. You turned 13 in middle school, right? Like seventh yeah. grade. Oh, that's terrifying. To be mm. in middle school and also a teenager, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's like grow up already. Yeah. We've talked a lot about how um, our views on children, um, <laughs> how they scare us, yeah. uh, the age range that is like appropriate, mm. like toddler to yeah. 12, fine. Yeah. No problem we'll with, them. with them. Teenagers, like 13 to 19. Disgusting. It, I, I don't even know. Like what? <sighs> yeah. I, I skipped over those years. I went right from 12 to 20, actually. That's incredible. It was great. That is, I mean, a medical phenomenon. You should be, yeah. you should be in like a, a textbook. Yeah, actually, I I am. Your claim to fame being, in, <laughs> I would say that okay, being on the uh, nightly news, yeah, in a medical textbook, or um, in like a museum of some sort, are like mm. the top three coolest claims to fame. Yeah, like being in a movie. Who cares? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Overrated, Mm-mm, right? But if you were one of like you like uh, Phineas Gage, the guy yeah, who had yeah. like the the spike, yeah, through his head. Now that's interesting, and that's a unique experience. I want that, that to be my mark on history. Getting a horrible uh, <laughs> brain injury that changes your personality. Yeah, I think it's astonishing that the human body can survive just unbelievable injuries, like people getting yeah. their brain their brains blown out. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> their brains. Are you okay? Did you get injured? <laughs> Uh, getting their brains blown out or like falling but he didn't survive that Mm. because he was a loser yeah Um, because he was weak exactly (laughs) you know if I had been shot in the head I would have survived exactly sorry also Lincoln maybe we should Uh, stop electing weak men (laughs) in positions of power if you can't take a bullet to the head get out exactly that should be one of the requirements yeah they shoot you and then that's how yeah, you yeah. win <laughs> <laughs> it's just election after election because everyone keeps dying yeah. say what you will about donald trump i feel like his body could take a bullet it would just like bounce right off yeah it was like, like when uh, remember when notorious bg got shot yeah and i was like there's like a foot of fat that it would have it would need to penetrate yeah. i don't think that which is what was shocking to me i was like he should have survived those yeah anyway um like i said i think donald trump could probably take a bullet yeah. Uh, a, a few stab wounds as well. I feel like his yeah. body's oddly 
resilient. Robust. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... He's sturdy. Yeah, like a walrus. Yeah, he has like that weird lean when he stands, but I feel like it evens out. It's more like... um. <laughs> I'm just thinking if I'm standing up. Because I've seen Donald Trump in, like, tennis shorts. Oh, my gosh. I've seen those, too. I mean. His little tidy whities poking through. Lizzo wishes. <laughs> she had that level of thickage. <laughs> okay, so teenagers. We're all over yeah. the place. Teenagers, terrifying. Babies, if they're not screaming, yeah, they're pooping. Tolerable. I love talking to babies and young kids, like, just regular conversations, like adult yeah. conversations where I'm like, you see that interview last night? And then they kind of just stare at me like, I don't know what <laughs> words you're saying. Yeah. And, I mean, they're not conversationalists, but they don't talk back to you. And that's what I yeah. like. And they overshare. Yeah. Which is always fun. They wear their hearts on their sleeves. Yeah. They, they're uninhibited. They mm-hmm. don't care. No they'll, filter. Yeah, they'll just like vomit in front of you and then just stare at you like clean the amount. It up. Yeah, the amount of times in elementary school, those poor janitors have to pour that powder stuff on those puke puddles. Ugh. It's too often. Oh my god, I feel bad for any any cleaning staff in an <laughs> establishment that has children in it. Don't get paid enough. True. Cleaning staff in general don't get paid enough, but like. Yeah. And they get no respect because you know those kids talk smack about them. And what are they going to do? Yeah. Trip a trip a seven year old? Yeah, I mean, and I they would. Lose their job. Yeah, just make sure to like not have the uh, wet floor sign up <laughs> yeah. and watch those little those little frickers just smack each other as they slide yeah. on the ground. We shouldn't be allowed around kids. But I <laughs> should would we say open up a daycare. No. We <laughs> <laughs> we play know, the podcast like in the room. Yeah, like, it's actually just a loop of us being like, "You are worthless." <laughs> Give up on your dreams. It sounds like a dystopian novel from like 2013. That's why there was so many dystopian. So many. And it was always, I like that it was like all girls. Yeah. Okay, Katniss. Yeah. Okay, Beatrice. Katniss Evergreen or something. And then Ever there was. Clean. Never clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was, you know, her um, her love interests, um, mm. Gail King and um, <laughs> Peter Bread or whatever. Yeah. And then there was Divergent. I liked, okay, I was so hurt by that because I really liked the first one. And then, not the movie, the first book. Oh, okay. And then the other two were garbage. The movies were garbage. I was so hurt. We say there were so many, dis- no, the Maze Runner. That's Maze what Runner. I was thinking of. That doesn't, that didn't have a the giver. protagonist. Okay, no. The Giver, I remember reading. When I yeah. was a child. And yeah. first of all, I hate how they did that thing where they age them up. Because he's like 12 years old in the book. Yeah. But then they were like, no, he needs to be 16 and cute. Yeah. I'm like, why? For yeah. what? Um, Meryl Streep was in that movie. And Jeff Bridges. Like, acclaimed actors were in yeah. this film. With the kid who like went on to play like Prince Philip in Maleficent. Mm. Anyway, I remember reading that book in middle school. And it was very, it was very interesting because yeah. you don't find out the world is like black and white. Until later on, and you're like, oh, that's what he means when he was like, that girl's hair changed, but he doesn't have the like vocabulary mm. to describe color, and you have to, and you have to kind of guess yeah. what that means. Also, the fact that he learns about memories by that old man sort of like putting his hands on his back and then like, <laughs> like, like, like he Molesting absorbs <laughs> the memories like via osmosis, and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, that's an odd, oddly intimate means of transferring memories. How does that even work? Yeah. Uh, then he steals a baby. 
And then, mm. yeah, Gabriel or whatever. Part. Yeah. And then they just leave. They go to the woods. And I'm like, oh, so they die in two weeks? What is this? Yeah. 12-year-old going to take care of a full child? Anyway, that's the part that I left out of the movie. <laughs> but what I do remember is that in the book, early on in the book, yes, kind of like a mini wet dream where oh. he, the girl that he likes, he's like, I had a dream that I was shirtless and in a bathhouse. And then the girl I liked, like, gave me a bath but it was just my torso and then he has to tell his parents this and they're like oh you're starting you're starting to go into puberty here take these pills that like i guess block your hormones Juice up? No. <laughs> yeah they're like i guess because everyone has to be at like this constant equilibrium so they can't be like horny mm. or too emotional yeah which is like <laughs> what why was this why was this in a children's book yeah it's so odd anyway it was kind of boring um what were we talking about? Children. Yes. Children. Five to 11 year olds. Whenever they are talking about things and they have their little juice boxes and they're like, mm-hmm. my parents are getting divorced. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Caleb, that's cute. Yeah. Um, or they're like really into dinosaurs. Yes. So many. So many. And then only like a handful of them actually end up being paleontologists. Yeah. Like Ross from Friends. Mm. He was a paleontologist. Not really the best poster child, I would say, for that yeah. profession. Yeah, but then once they reach 12, they can, like, smell your weakness. <laughs> like, they yeah. can tell. The, the extra hormones make them <laughs> ultra yeah. aware. And they start, like, gathering together in clusters, like locusts. Mm. Remember mall kids? Yeah. An endangered species at this point. Truly. they The kids that went to my mall were, like, all guatemalan for some reason <laughs> i think every single one of them and they would have like the spiked hair which i love mm. you know that like the little like the, yeah the greasy spikes not exactly um they weren't quite like a frosted tips yeah they weren't like guy fieri levels yeah no, no they were they weren't like dyed but they yeah. were like crispy like you could crunch them they could like yeah. they could snap in half <laughs> and they would just be out causing ruckus and i would always view them from a distance where i'd go to like the the food court to get like my Popeyes or whatever because I was like a fat kid and yeah. I would just sit there like munching my food and then just see them and because there's always like six of them yeah there's always, always a, big, a big gaggle of them I think they always travel in like even numbers so that uh in the off chance they see like a basketball court they can go <laughs> yeah. half half yeah. <laughs> um shout out to you if you were one of those children who was just fully harassing like sunglass yeah. kiosk owners in the mall yeah. and what are they gonna do they don't even have a store. They have a <laughs> yeah. kiosk. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to, um, it's kind of transitions into the haunted doll thing. Mm. I had a poster of Hello Kitty, and I swear to you, I saw her giggle. <laughs> like, not saw her, I heard her giggle. Oh. And she doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> How does she eat? How does she consume food? Through a, she's got one of those, like, belly button, like, feeding tubes. What? What do you mean? That's not a, Is that a thing? <laughs> that's not a thing. I think you're thinking of like a colostomy bag. Mm, that's, that's for, for waste. Yeah. A feeding tube has to go. I don't think they can just directly shoot into your stomach because it has to get like mm, that um, yeah. saliva. Through the esophagus. Yeah. Esophagus. <laughs> anyway, um, Hello Kitty. She's a bad bee. She's an icon. She's mm-hmm. Japanese, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that 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 conversation just ended. Um, <laughs> That's all I know about her. She's very multifaceted. She's like Barbie. She's got mm. like a lot of jobs. Yeah. And I, I mean, on one level, it's impressive, but it's also like, 
How many times are you getting fired? Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's she's like, a bad employee. Yeah, she's horrible at every job she does. She leaves like every few months. Yeah. Also, that's a How scam. she getting hired? Is she has, so, she has a medical license. She, you're telling me she went to she went to a medical school and a law school yeah. and space school for like being an astronaut? Try. With those feet, she can't even hold her own weight. True. So now that we've done, we're we're pretty much going through all of the uh, people that we have beef with. Barbie's <laughs> up there. Yeah. Hello Kitty, I don't want to get on her bad side because I feel like she would fully like shank me. Yeah. She's quiet. She's up to something. Yeah, you see her in the corner being all cute and then yeah. you like, you, you squint and then you see like a little weapon in her hand. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then you like blink and it's gone. Yeah, and then she looks and she's like, I dare you to say anything. Because <laughs> she communicates telepathically. <laughs> yeah. Um... Speaking of things that are kind of cute, but also scary, haunted dolls. Mm. Have you ever seen the 2013 film, The Boy? No, I haven't. Okay. There is a little porcelain doll in that film. And the entire time you're meant to think that it's like haunted because mm. it keeps moving. Like, because it's one of those things in horror movies where like she puts the, she goes to babysit and then she's like, where's the kid? And they're like, he is our son. And they bring it out, and oh. it's a literal doll. And oh. and at that point, you're like, leave immediately. She can't though because she's running from her abusive husband. It's <gasps> very. It's one oh. of those things where like we needed a reason for her to not immediately yeah. book it. Um, and so she puts the. <laughs> there's a list. There's a list of things they have to do. It's like you have to read to him at night, and then you have to kiss him goodnight, and then tuck him in like an actual human child. And then Aww. there's these shots where she goes to another room and she comes back and the doll's like moved. And then you think Ooh. it's possessed. Yeah. Plot twist. It is not possessed. It's actually a man who is the son of the couple who lives in the walls <laughs> who's moving the doll. What? Yeah, he like gets out and he moves the doll. Wait, but the parents know they have a human yes, child. Yes, but he's like blackmailing them. He's a grown man. What? That's not a child. Oh, it's a what? grown adult man who supposedly died what? in a house fire. So his face is like burnt, but then he wears like a porcelain mask over his head. And then he breaks out of the walls one night. And he also lives. It's a very intricate like <laughs> There's a a lot of series of this. like wall tunnels that he lives in. And then he uh, he breaks out of the uh, the wall when her ex-husband comes. And he's like, you need to come back. And she's like, I can't. I'm babysitting this kid, and he's like, the doll? What do you, what? And then the guy breaks out, and then he, like, kills the ex-husband. Oh. And then um, he he makes her uh, read to him at night, and he's like, gotta give me a kiss. Like, he keeps pointing to, like, yeah. give me a kiss on the list, and then he, like, tries to make out with her, and then she uh, stabs him. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then she, she gets away. And you think, aw. Better luck next time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So the entire time I was watching that movie, I was like, the first time I watched the trailer, I burst out laughing because I thought, if this doll is actually possessed, <laughs> it's literally two feet tall. You yeah. could kick it across the yeah. room. Just punt it. Right? What is it going to do? Crawl towards you? That'd yeah. be pretty, like, it would be terrifying, but imagine if a tiny doll was, like, <laughs> walking towards yeah. you. Yeah. That would be so unbelievably funny. I couldn't. Yeah. It's like Chucky. Chucky e. Cheese? No. No. No, 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 no. No. That's a that's a that's 
That is also another haunted doll, but yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, I actually am terrified of because he has like, the like proportions of a grown man. Yeah, in like the Five Nights at Freddy game, it's basically the old like Chuck E. Cheese band robots yeah. or whatever. They're in a band. He's in a, Who are the other animals? Yeah. He's, a, he's a rat. There's like a chicken. Yeah. Let me look this up. They have names. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, Ch- there's Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. There's Helen Honey. What? what? Mr. Munch, Jasper T. Gels, and Pasquale. What? Let me just see. I'm kind of disappointed, honestly. Okay, let's see what they look like. Okay, so one of them is a bird. No, she's a duck? I have no <laughs> idea. One of them is just like an Italian man. Oh, what? <laughs> He's literally an Italian man. <gasps> what? Well, so one is a human, one is a dog, one is a purple creature. I do not remember them. Yeah. I just remember that if you stared at them, like their eyes would move like when you were, <laughs> you know, like when you got close to them. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, well, they're getting rid of them, so. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, um, oh, they redid them. I don't like this new Chuck E. Cheese. <gasps> Me neither. That little rat. He's like a, he's a little twink. I don't like it. Yeah. They made him be more like Stuart Little, and I'm not here for it. Okay, Stuart Little versus Remy. Remy. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Stuart Little is sheltered. He's never been out on the streets. Exactly. He was adopted by a human family looking for a a child. At an orphanage. Yeah. They went, and a mouse, actually, with with clothes. Who made those tiny clothes clothes for him? And shoes. Didn't he have a car also? Yes, he had like, but that was like one of those little toy cars. Mm. Did he, he doesn't have Still a license. Though. Yeah. He's registered to That's drive. That's not safe. <laughs> yeah. So many plot. We should make one of those stupid YouTube uh, <laughs> channels that's like, plot holes in Stuart Little. Everything wrong with Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, rats, mice can't talk. Ding. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, this is peak cinematic yeah. criticism, huh? Um, but speaking of which, Haunted Doll. Hmm. Put that put that sucker on a leash. Exactly. Right. That's it's like, a like pet. right. You. I would say like that's the the that would be like the cure to loneliness. Yeah, because like you can't have pets here yeah. at the apartment. So it's like if we had a, a little doll, you could still feed it, take mm-hmm. it for a little walk. I don't even think they'd need to be fed. Like maybe like they eat like the souls of children or something. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like nothing you you would have to buy. Yeah. From the store very yeah. inexpensive. Very easy to take care of. Low maintenance. You could give them to like like nursing homes for you know the elderly <laughs> that are lonely. Yeah, and like it's a therapy cool. therapy doll. Yeah, and the dolls are from the same time period, so they you know <laughs> yeah they they'd, can, they'd can get act. all the same references or whatever. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good that would be a good substitute because the only animals yeah. worth having as pets are obviously dog, chinchilla, oh, <laughs> lizard. Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, wow, you're too cool for a lizard. Yeah. All right. A heat lamp. I don't want a heat lamp. What? That's lizards. Too hot. Lizards are like tiny dinosaurs. I think I have a, a trigger because my dad works at Geico. So the amount of little Geico geckos that are just in our house loose. Oh yeah, because that's that's one of the the compensation they give you. Actually. <laughs> yeah. In exchange, as opposed to giving you a paycheck, they just yeah give they you pay like, him in lizards and geckos. They're the same thing. Yeah, and they're all British. Shut up, lizards and geckos. They all—they're all British and have that accent. Yeah, you can save money on it. They all—they talk like why does he talk like Jason Statham? He talks like Jason Statham, that like (laughs) action hero guy. Yeah, fifteen more, right? 
<laughs> you can get your car insured. I feel like if you pay him extra, you slide him like a twenty. He'll be like, "I'll." This is how you can burn your car for insurance and like commit yeah. insurance fraud yeah. and get away with it. True. Geico Gecko. I'm a fan of scamming. I'm a f- insurance yeah. companies. I think you should scam them because they're already scamming you. Yeah. I think they should. They should give you your money back if nothing happens. <laughs> like, what am I paying for? You're paying for everybody else's accident, right? That's not fair. If you like, for example, if you have car insurance or whatever, and you never use it. Right, like you never get into an accident, you never actually yeah. cash it in. Shouldn't they give you your money back? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying it's a scam. Yeah, everything's a scam. True. The insurance people are hearing this, like, oh my god, she's, she's on to us. us. She's on to us. That's what I would say. Us and our, our 17 listeners are, <laughs> know the truth. Not even half of them are like. They literally it's listen like me to this. like testing to make sure I upload yeah. the right episode. It's like my one friend who listens. Hey Natalie, if you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah. she listens on her like when she drives her car around. Mm. I'm like, that's nice. She probably would have. She might actually hear this and then text me and be like, "That was weird that you mentioned me." <laughs> she wouldn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being our only actual <laughs> listener. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the other ten are like bots. They're fully it says, like, like porn bots. bots. Yeah, I get those in my comment section on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. Where it will be like timestamp, hotgirls.com. and I'm like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm flattered, but also, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, and uh, I always click the link though because yeah. I'm so curious. And now I my computer is riddled with viruses. Yeah. Um. So like I said, pets that were only ones worth having. Chinchilla. You ever seen those little those little shits like? Mm. bathing in a dust those little dust bowls they give them like a little bowl of a um, really and yeah that's because their their fur is so thick like oh. that's the only way they clean themselves and they literally just get into it and they're like it's wow. so adorable yeah i don't think you know what a chinchilla looks like it's like a little ball anyone at home google it i just love how just look at this unit look at this absolute unit could you imagine coming home to this? <laughs> imagine that. Just sitting yeah. on your bed, waiting. Waiting for just me? Just like <laughs> rubbing its little hands together. It's kind of oh, cute. I'll, I'll it's give so it freaking adorable. Oh. To think they get skinned and have like coats made out of them. Yeah. In Soho, once I saw a chinchilla coat, a genuine like actual mm. like $2,000 one, and it made me sad. Because you know yeah. it had it, at least twenty of them had to get killed. <laughs> Dang, I R. saw R. that's like on TikTok. It was like how to make a gator skin rug or something, and I was like, "What? Why is this getting recommended to me?" A rug? <laughs> You're not even wearing it. <laughs> I. It might not have been a rug. <laughs> don't they technically have to skin them when they're not even fully dead or something? I don't know. That's messed up. I feel it's 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 messed up to have animal skin clothing unless you are like living in the wilderness and need yeah it. like if you actually need it it's so bougie like for what yeah we get it you have many true just get a fake one yeah i feel like if you kill an animal and it's not for medicine or food you're an idiot and i'm gonna i'm gonna kick you in the shin when i see true. you i feel like one of those PETA people you know when yeah, they we dump send paint? the vegans on them yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i don't feel bad if you're wearing a super expensive fur coat and then some like 27 year old vegan nut job is like you know what is a no meat is murderous for um, vegan stuff 
I don't know, they just call you like a disgusting person. Yeah. And they're like, you're gross. And they dump paint on you. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, go to your penthouse and take a bath. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel bad. They'll just buy another coat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Not to victim blame, but like, <laughs> you go out dressed like that, honey. <laughs> That's on you. Don't be surprised when someone dumps paint on you. True. What's another only, what's another pet that's appropriate to have? I said chinchilla, lizard. I feel like people who own snakes, Mm. it's one of those things where you're like, are you studying them? Like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, is this like your profession? Yeah. Or they're just freaks. Yeah, I feel like it's majority freaks. I don't know. Can you think of a person, any circumstance in which... You would go to, like, a person who's, like, emotionally stable and doing well, and they would just have a snake. I can't. I I remember I was in New York City. I was walking across the Brooklyn Bridge, and a man was just there with this giant snake in the middle of the bridge, like, hey. And he would just <laughs> walk up to people with a huge snake around his neck. Like a banana snake? Or like a, what do you mean? It was a real, a real thickum one. Well, it wasn't, it obviously wasn't an anaconda, but it reminded like me of the Nicki Minaj music video where there's all this big, big, huge snakes everywhere. Mm. I have no idea what kind of snake it was. I was trying not to make eye contact because I was getting scared. You ever see that vine where it's the, I guess they're bringing animals to school or whatever. Mm. And one, one guy was like holding a snake and he's eating a lollipop. Yes. And then he gives, yes. <laughs> he gives a little like, that's, that's so adorable. Yes. And then um, that Natasha Benningfield song is like, take me away. <laughs> that's so pure. Yeah. TikTok will never, ever be able to reach that level. True. Because I feel like Vine, six seconds, it's so short. It, like, yeah. You have to get to the point so quick. Yeah. It's like one joke. In, right? In also, no, for the. For the most part, a lot of the great vines, like, people were not trying. Like, it was just yeah. random stuff that people uploaded. Yeah. There was less content, so, the, like, you know, the quality stuff shone through. And it had a lasting impact. True. People Take, still reference now. Right? People, like, for a solid three years, Vine literally created an entire generation's sense of humor. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, the, the beautiful thing, the <laughs> the beautiful beautiful thing. thing is... 99% of those iconic minds, you have no idea who those people are. Yeah. They're one-hit wonders. They're not trying to be internet famous. Yeah. And that's beautiful. That reminds me, I think it was, I saw this TikTok, and it was like, Bind Stars, where are they now? Or whatever. <laughs> and it was the guy that was like, if you want a burger... Eat Get a burger. burger. <laughs> that guy, and she was like, she like played the vine. She's like, he's in federal prison now, and like <laughs> did this whole big thing. He like sold like meth or or something. I don't remember or fentanyl. I don't remember. But now he's in like federal prison for twelve years. I was like, what? I wonder where the guy who was like back at it again at Krispy Kreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, so many good vines. There's so many. TikTok is like, there's never going to be a TikTok that ever reaches that level. Yeah. There's, can't, there's it's too there's saturated. So many, yeah. It's too many people who are like trying to be TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of one of them, but more because <laughs> like I wanted to transition to YouTube. Mm. And also, it's there's too much. Like, people, the TikToks get famous, are, are popular within like a friend group. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're not like international. Yeah. Because it's like on now, like on Twitter, if someone does a uh, road work ahead, I sure hope it does. It's like 800,000 likes. You know, like everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. 
The only one that came close is that Britney Broski one where she was like, Mm-mm. yeah, Mm-mm. and that's because it then became a meme. Yeah, and the meme and format. And I feel like it like took off on Twitter. Like, yeah, as images, exactly. It was know? a lot. It was like gay Twitter took it, and they were like, the first mm-hmm. time you do anal, yeah. and then. <laughs> Her bank, apparently, where she was working, found out, and they were like, this is inappropriate. And then she had to DM them and be like, can you please take this down? But what? then uh, the person was just like, oh, I think the person assumed that they wanted, she wanted them to, like, at her. Like, uh. and so she was like, okay, no problem, girl. And then she basically, just basically gave her a career, which is kind of wild. Wow. And I'm okay with that, because Brittany Broski's actually funny. Yeah, she is funny. Her British accent is, like, good. It's b- bad British accents are hilarious. Yeah. And it's it's great because the British, um, I'm not scared of them. <laughs> unless they're wearing like full-on Adidas tracksuits, so mm. in which case they're terrifying. The goes pop, pop, pop. Those types of guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pop, pop. It's those, it's the guys who are like, um, like British versions of Chet Hanks. Yes, you know, I know exactly so what you're talking they're about. They're like translucent when they talk in those Jamaican accents. Yes. Put the ting up, yup. It's your boy Chet Hanks. <laughs> Man, I'm okay with it. That's a form of yeah. cultural appropriation that I support. Yeah. Uh, you ever play that game that's called um, Chav or Slav? Oh. So you know what a Chav is? The like basically the British sort sort of it's a classist term, but it's uh, like a lower class white British person who mm. wears their Adidas track suits, has that like weird buzz haircut. Yeah. Sort of like um imagine the guy stand from that Eminem video. <laughs> yeah. It's them or and so there'll be an image of like that type of person and then a Slav is someone who's like Slavic, so an Eastern European person. Mm. Um and the game is basically Chav or Slav, so you just have to guess whether they're from like Tower Hamlets in London or they're from like the Ukraine and it's mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah. There's so many similarities. There's so much crossover. Hmm. And I feel like as a group, those are two of my favorite flavors of white. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, is that problematic to say, but like no one cares. True. It's my, fa- those are sort of my favorite flavors of um, Caucasians. My others would be like um, suburban fathers on vacation who wear Hawaiian shirts. Mm. Hmm. Very interesting uh, group of people. Uh, I am I am privy to um, to wine moms. Oh, I think can be interesting, but only on cruises, like mm-hmm. only in like a confined space. Yeah, you where gotta they get them in like, the right location. Yeah, yeah, they're like trapped. Um, yeah. we'll update the list as we go on. <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite types of uh, my favorite types of whites. In terms of um, my favorite types of other races, I'm gonna go with blacks right now. Because yeah. I feel like if I veer into any other racial uh, categories, it might get a little, a little too actually racist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like um, the guys that still dress like it's a 2005 rap music video, where like they have those really baggy t-shirts, <laughs> the, the shorts that are like past their. Yeah, knees. yeah, yeah. The the shirts that are also like the length of a ball gown. Yeah. The bling, the one piece of bling. Yeah. I love it so one much. Chain. It's just because you know. They're always like handing out their mixtapes, and you can sort of see in the the their girlfriend's eyes whether or not they're good or not. Yeah, because if their girlfriend's still there, she's like, "Oh, we might actually make it out the hood." But then some of them realize that I'm he's not the ticket. Yeah, he's not the one. So that's probably my favorite. I do like a a sort of um, an Urkel flavor Mm, or like a Carlton. 
Mm. Like a corny, a corny black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The, like someone who like works in IT and is like, oh, ham radio is my favorite. Yeah. And they like might be a Republican. Yeah. It reminds me of that old um, Key and Peele sketch where it's like the black Republicans <laughs> meeting. Or whatever. There's like They're six like, people there. <laughs> and he's like, someone's white wife is uh, outside. <laughs> Uh, we are way off topic so we should go to our next section uh redeeming people who've been wronged because we're very powerful uh, individuals yeah we have a huge platform here so we Mm -hmm. can actually do a lot with it we can fully like reverse the careers of so many people who've sort of gone off the deep end yeah um and the first person that i was thinking of who i genuinely think was wronged is uh Pee Wee herman Mm. So for all of you who don't remember, Pee Wee Herman uh, was that like little elf man in the 80s oh, who had yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure and he'd be like, I know you are, but what am I? Like <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he had that like little um, weird Q-tip hair oh, and yeah. the, the tequila. He had that. And that was really big in the 80s for some reason. Then he had a show in the 90s, but then his career, tragically, went kaput after he was caught making a beef stroganoff in oh. a movie theater. Oh, and it was a dirty it was a dirty that. movie theater. Which yeah. begs the question, what else was he supposed to do? Yeah, I think he's just doing his job. Right? <laughs> First of all, it's a dirty movie theater, which is like it would be weirder if he was just watching it. <laughs> yeah. Like he just sat there. That's so yeah. creepy. You gotta go to enjoy the movie. Yeah. I would say that's so much creepier. If you if you caught someone doing that, you know, diddling yeah. their fiddle um, to something adult content, you'd be like, okay, well, that is the appropriate response, yeah. I suppose. But if you caught someone, you walked into someone sitting in a dark room, watching it, but just yes. staring. That's yeah. terrifying. That's, That's like worse. a serial killer move. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah, Pee Wee's got a playhouse. Somebody's got to play in it. Exactly. His name is Pee Wee Herman. What would <laughs> you, what what sort of social behavior do you expect from this man? Yeah. Also, Pee-wee, literally two names for his yeah, didgeridoo. Yeah. This also begs the question, was there like an usher that was just walking down <laughs> yeah, with, with a flashlight? Flash yeah. Like checking to make Shining sure. Right. That's so weird. I don't, the, the details of this may, are so odd to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, Pee-wee, you deserve a second chance. True. I think he kind of did because didn't he have his show on Netflix like in 2017? Oh, really? Yeah. And then I think people were like, this should stay in the 80s. <laughs> so yeah, Pee Wee Herman, honestly, I don't see the problem with it. Who hasn't dealt themselves in a movie theater? Like if it's empty enough, no one's in your yeah, no one's an in animated your aisle. Movie. <laughs> right? Frozen. I'm just saying Lion King, Frozen the live action two. version was way more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. That time around. True. Okay. So uh, that would be my uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be my suggestion. <laughs> All of these people we have a list in yeah. front of us. So yeah, I I started brainstorming because I was trying to think. I'm yeah. like, okay, who are people that maybe careers have gone a little sour? Their things mm-hmm. have been wrong. So I'll yeah. just kind of go through. So I was thinking, you know, maybe OJ Simpson, because like I mean, <laughs> how bad? Can yeah, murder it was a one time yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, you murder someone once in your whole career yeah. is in reputation. Two times in one, which is like two oh, birds, one stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it, like, it was one night. It was one night. Oh my God. And, and night. he was abusive to his wife and also, yeah. like, I think, sexually assaulted her. But, like... He's still a great football player. Right? That was only, Hello. like, eight times. Exactly. 
he won that trophy for being fast or something. Yeah. Yeah. The Heinz, 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 Heinz mm-hmm. Heimlich yeah, maneuver Heimlich move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was also one of those athletes in the civil rights movement where he was like, I'm black, but like, I don't care about you. I'm not going to stand up for civil rights. And then all the white people were like, yay. Oh, Jason's not that bad. That's right. You catch that ball and keep your mouth shut. And hey, sometimes it'd be like that. Not everyone could be, you know, Muhammad Ali. Exactly. Um, So yeah, OJ is technically back. He's out of jail for that, (laughs) you know, kidnapping (laughs) and theft. Uh, What is he tweeting? He He kept tweeting things about like him being on a golf course. Oh, and I think he tweeted one thing. It was, like, one thing that was, like, so sneaky or, like, oh, I forget what it was. But I feel like it was, like, him wearing, like, a golfing glove and being, like, the glove fits now. Or, like, like he Ooh. tweeted. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't that. But he tweeted something so sneaky and, like, <laughs> something that, like, to me, Red is, like, I did it, you idiots. You of know? Course. And, like, he's rubbing in our faces. But, man, hey, double jeopardy. Yeah. He's one step away from fully starting his own podcast where he describes in detail how he killed them. Yeah. It's called Allegedly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you ever see that interview? <laughs> this was in the 90s. Wait. Yes. I think I know. Yes. But the reporter was like, so he thought it would be amusing to um, enter the room like this where she opens the door and he literally had like a knife and he was like, ah. And, then he starts, and I'm like, this man is a psychopath. <laughs> And he kept saying in the interview, because oh. mind you, he wrote a whole book. You're going to write a whole book. He was like, if I had done it, this man is insane. I can't imagine mm. doing that. And then just being like, what if I just kept messing with people? Yeah, he's literally rubbing it in everyone's faces. And there's nothing we and can do about it. And profiting off of it. Yeah. Like, and what, what are we going to do? Nothing. Yeah. And then he went to jail for like attempted kidnapping and theft, which of all yeah. the things. Yeah. But either way. No, it was in the interview where he was, he was, he kept saying, he meant to say allegedly, but he kept saying hypothetically. <laughs> it was a very, like, because he would say, like, you know. Hypothetically. You know, hypothetically, um, I would do this, this, and this, and that, and then she would ask him a question, and he'd be like, you know, I, I don't remember. And everyone's like, how do you, wait, it's a hypothetical. How do you yeah. not recall a hypothetical? Yeah. Anyway, Something's Johnny Cochran's on. the goat. Cannot believe he got him off. True. Um. I guess in a weird way, the one person to thank is actually Rodney King. Because mm. if it hadn't been for Rodney King getting his ass kicked by the LAPD, and then the jurors being like, it's payback time. <laughs> Which is weird, yeah. because the prosecutors were the same people who prosecuted the officers. Mm. So I guess they were fighting against... They were fighting against the wrong team. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it would have been different if I was in that jury. <laughs> yeah? No, they would have tired me down. Yeah. I would, 30 minutes in, I'd just be like... Ugh. I'd be snoozing. I want to get out and I'd be like, can we just go get lunch? Just say not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> it was on, I think it was like a real thing, but, or maybe it wasn't. I, or it was based in a news story. I don't remember. There was, I think there was like an old SNL sketch or something where like the jury, you know, like the jurors were deliberating for like six days. So like to give them a break, they brought in like a local improv group or something to like entertain them. I think it was based on, like, a true news story, but it could have been totally made up. I don't remember. I could not imagine a form of entertainment that would be less appealing than watching <laughs> live improv I know. while deliberating. Yeah. I feel like that was, if anything, a way to sort of, like, that might have been a mild form of torture. 
where they yeah. would have just been like, we'll, we'll agree, just we'll please just stop. Something. Yeah. Tell them to stop. So we got O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Then like, I don't know, Louis C.K. <laughs> I mean... I'm still surprised his career. Like, of all of the, the people who really got screwed over, Me Too-wise. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised that his career went down that hard, considering what he did. Yeah. It was very odd, because he was put in the same... It would be like, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> yeah. Louis C.K. And you're yeah. like, what? You're like, I mean, I guess. Like, that's definitely bad, but... Well, I'm glad he got globally kink-shamed. And now everyone <laughs> yeah. knows his thing. Yeah. Um... I mean, to be fair, he or he did talk about his like sexual depravity on yeah. on tour. It wasn't exactly That's like true. he was. If this was like Jim Gaffigan, yeah, people would be shocked. <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh my god, they'd be like, "Fat Dad, how <laughs> yeah. could he?" No, I like him. Um, okay, you said Kevin Spacey. Great. I'm glad that we're still on the hashtag <laughs> Me Too trend. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, he can stay canceled. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's um in the rainbow now. That was wild. Damn. Um We got Jerry Seinfeld. Remember was when he, he was Remember when he was thirty eight dating a seventeen year old? I try not to remember that. that I mean I don't because I don't think I was alive then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Jerry Seinfeld And he was, was like, Well, she looks older. And I was like, Well, I don't I don't know that that What's the deal with uh, consent laws? <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, Jerry Seinfeld's one of those guys, like, I get it. In a way, yeah. he's one of those, like, he reminds me of those, like, you ever see those um, old school late night comedians that have, like, their shoulder pads and yeah. they're like, da 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 Like, it was a, yeah, like it's a, a very specific type of comedy yeah. that is appealing for, like, you know, people who would go to, like, the Copacabana or something, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then... I see him in day-to-day interactions, and it's like, first of all, he was the worst part of Seinfeld. Literally, he wasn't he even was, a good actor. He would he would be no. breaking. And I'm like, this is the best take they have. That's, That's like, you're playing yourself. Literally. You're playing yourself. And he won an Emmy for best acting and in do, the last season. And Jason Alexander did not. Because he was always supporting actor against Kramer, against Michael Richards. You think they would have thrown him a bone after, like, six seasons? Yeah. And Man. Jason Alexander's like a Tony Award winning actor. Like he's this right. critically acclaimed actor. It's unbelievable. And he, he should get it for a dumb sitcom. Yeah. And then oh. Kramer went on that racist rant. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. I think he deserves another chance. Uh, <laughs> I think that was it was so out of nowhere. You'd it be like Kramer. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Why? And yeah. also, even like the situation itself was like someone was like heckling him, and then yeah. he was like, "All right, blah blah blah," and yeah. like saying just and he the was like, worst you know, possible. something about lynching, and I'm like, yeah. "Sir, <laughs> it's not that, that deep." So fast. Also, the person recording it must have been like, "This is going to make me so much money on DMC." <laughs> yeah. Because uh. it's the crappiest cell phone video. I mean, it was like oh five. Yeah. So dang. Nokia. Um, Kramer, if you're out there, saw that episode of uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with yeah. <laughs> Michael Richards. Yeah. And he kind of talks about it and he was like, well, you know, he's like, Seinfeld is like, you know, you let it get to you. And I'm like, is that a natural response to heckling? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, anyway. when you get heckled and then yeah. you go on a really racist rant. Happens to the best of us. <sighs> Which is like, that doesn't just come out naturally. Yeah. You don't just... You had to have, like, thought those things or said those things in the past. It's so weird. Wouldn't it have been hilarious if the guy wasn't even black? <laughs> He's just, like, Hispanic or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my gosh. That would be pretty funny. I'm just I'm just so pissed off because Julia Louis Dreyfus, mm. Jason Alexander, Michael Richardson, genuinely hilarious people. Yeah. I'm well, at least Jason Alexander and Julia Louis Dreyfus still have yeah. careers. Um, yeah. A lot of this could legitimately be used against us. Like, I think I'm applying to a job as a teacher like my, <laughs> at a Catholic school. So it's because my sister was like, I yeah. think this, uh, the Catholic school that's like at the church I go to is hiring and they don't require like experience. And I'm like, that's a little sus. Yeah. What am I qualified to do? Like sharpen crayons or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So good thing we got some sponsors for our last uh, episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, our sponsors are uh, the men who do the announcements for the uh, Premier League, <laughs> yeah. uh, those soccer announcers. Because yeah. we know we make fun of the British all the time because mm-hmm. they deserve it. But I will say the way that they speak and announce, not even just sports games, but like if you've ever watched British television, the like the people who announce the shows. Yeah, in the U.S., all sportscasters are like. And oh my god, that was a, that was an incredible yeah. uh, block by uh, Spotty McGee. Wow, <laughs> yeah. you can tell I watch so many sports. <laughs> yeah. um, and they're just so aggressive and yeah. yelling at you. But then if you listen to uh, like soccer games, it's always like an Irish guy and a <laughs> very posh British guy, and they're like, "And uh, today the goalie <laughs> is going to be a blah blah blah. It's, it's a lovely day." Yeah. Uh, lovely day know. on the pitch. Lovely day, and uh, and then the other one is like, "That's right, it's going to be a really interesting match today." And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you never know with these sort of games. And then it's it's just like so chill. Yeah, it's so relaxing. Yeah. When they introduce the new shows, they're like, "And uh, right, well, if you're interested in uh, another comedy by Charlie Brooker, stay tuned for next week at eight p.m. or something." And it's like it's so yeah. nice, so chill. And then American. Like, remember the, the Disney Channel people? Yeah. They're like, up next on <laughs> Disney Channel. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> the only Disney Channel voice I remember distinctly is um, Australian Disney Channel. Because oh. for some reason, I used to watch bootleg episodes of Even Stevens. And it was like, <laughs> up next on Disney Channel. <laughs> That's how they talk. Arr, nar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> I think we've exhausted ourselves yeah, today. I think uh, we've um, talked about enough canceled people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we've 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 given all our enemies and future employers enough ammunition. You know, <laughs> yeah, any black gun that we could easily. use against us. So um, that's all we got to say on that. Tune in next week for another episode. See ya. The boardroom with Sarah and Rachel is a production of Rails Comedy Network. The Boardroom is produced by Walker Green and edited by Rachel Nicewander. Stephen Duransky is our graphic designer, and our theme music is by Doug Maxwell and Media Right Productions. You can follow us on Instagram at Boardroom Podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to The Boardroom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, rate, and review. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Solicit us. We'll take anything. 